The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Norwich City Football Club or anyone affiliated with the club. Thank you. Episode 56, Coop and Duck, we are by the riverside. Wash me down, please. Where are we outside? Weatherspoons on Riverside. Where's that? The Queen of Iceni. Queen of Funk Nicene. Hunt up. Iceni. Yeah. Um, How you going down that Funk Nicene? Hey, it's right good down there. That's plastic glasses. Stop people getting naughty with the cells. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a funny atmosphere. Really, we're going to talk about Alex Neil being sacked and the state of our so-called football club. But the interesting thing is it's so strange when you've when you get to a point in the season where there's nothing to play for anymore because I don't it doesn't matter whether we win or lose today we're flat and a bit disappointed but it's that weird feeling when you're in a season where there's nothing to play for and and I think I haven't had that feeling in a long time no, we haven't well we haven't had that feeling in four seasons maybe well, no, more, more than that because uh, I suppose we've been bouncing around yeah because we've either been in a relegation fight or a promotion yeah, fight yeah and in a way it keeps you on your toes and it, and it gets you it gets you amped up for a Saturday um, that feeling where you've got nothing to play for I you know I hope we don't slump into the mediocrity I suspect we will next season um, but yeah time of transition according to Ed Balls your thoughts Chris I mean Alex Snell's been sacked I mean that's crazy that's absolutely crazy yeah. I never thought it would have when it was done in the way it was done yeah the, t- the timing of it is the most bizarre thing and I did a little um, Periscope video last night when I speculated that maybe the board had got wind of um, the protest that was going to happen today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that was the reason. You know, maybe they were humming and hawing over the decision. They were in two minds. It's certainly after the awful performance against Sheffield Wednesday and then latterly um, Bristol. Maybe they were in two minds. Mm. But then they got wind of, you know, that the fans were going to have a big protest at this game and thought, you know what, we don't need this. But after seeing an article in The Sun, which was written by Charlie Wyatt, who's the editor of The Sun, the sports editor of The Sun, yeah. who I didn't realise was a Norwich fan. I was chatting to him on Twitter last night. Turns out he's a Norwich fan and we are going to get him on the podcast at some point when he manages to make it to a Norwich game. He told me he's at the Arsenal match today, so you know he's, he's very busy with his job. But that would be fantastic. But he said that they had a big disagreement over how to take the club forward and there was something about Wes Houlihan uh, Alex Neil wanting to get rid of him at the end of the season and stuff like that and apparently the board meeting in which the decision was made to sack him happened during his press conference now why they had a board meeting during his press conference why they couldn't have had that board meeting on the Thursday or the Wednesday I don't know Maybe Ed Balls has something else on. You know what he's like with his schedule. It's barely uh, it's barely prioritising his role at Norwich City it's just shameful incompetence by the board yet again I mean never mind he should have been sacked five months ago interestingly I mean I said you know we had this conversation I said you know we should have sacked him five months ago you know sometime around the uh, Leeds loss at home or the Brighton thrashing away and you made the point had we sacked him a month ago we'd still probably be looking at the playoffs had we got a new manager bounce Um, so they've missed two opportunities to sack a manager who's clearly tanking at the club and then finally when they do sack him they don't sack him the evening of or the morning after a terrible, terrible away thrashing at Sheffield Wednesday. They wait, they wait, they wait. 
and then he gives a press conference talking about today's game and then they sack him it doesn't make it you know it doesn't make them look like they know what they're doing and they clearly don't know what they're doing no but what you said to me on the phone yesterday when i spoke to you is um if they were going to do it now the season's gone i mean i spoke to a couple of people last night who still had views uh, incredibly optimistic views that we could still make it into the playoffs no, no chance we're nine points off wednesday we've got a terrible run of fixtures and even if we had a good run of fixtures catching up nine points with so few games left I just can't see happening but why don't they just hold on to him this is what you said if, you could, if you're going to leave it this late just hold on to him to the end of the season and then say uh, you know Alex Neal's left the club via mutual consent do uh, just a really wimp you know a wimp's way out yeah so yeah, that is what everyone's everyone's been saying. Right decision, wrong time, and that is the crux of it. Okay, look, we could spend an hour talking about Alex Neil, but we're not going to. You know, if anyone's listened to any amount of our podcast, they would know what our problems were with him, and undoubtedly the same problems that everyone had with him. We need to talk about the team today. Now, nothing that astonishing or um, surprising. Uh, the only real thing is that Pritchard's playing instead of Wiltshire. Oh, and uh, Houlihan's back in, so it's Naismith's out and Wiltshire's out. So um, and Houlihan and Pritchard in. So that's the only thing we've got to say. Uh, I wonder how Pritchard's going to play today because the big thing you could say about Alex Neil is that he, you know, he made the huge signing of Pritchard and then he's barely featured. And then when he did play really well, he wouldn't get two games on the spin. You know, I think Pritchard would have been very disappointed after having that great performance against Nottingham Forest not to then be picked for the Newcastle game so we'll have to see how he gets on today Mm. absolutely I mean yeah I mean I don't I think I'm beyond caring about the outcome Uh, as I've said before I think there's a danger of playing uh, Wes and Pritchard together because of how undersized we are and particularly Chuck and Murphy in there and and Johnny you know there's you know with the exception of Alex there's no defensive midfielders in there um, so I would expect us to concede today, particularly as we've mixed up the back four. Um, yeah, it's just been an unmitigated disaster this season, and I am really, really angry with the board for treating the fans like mugs, you know, failing to communicate adequately with them. Ed Ball's typical gutless politician, you know, no integrity to the man. All of a sudden, it's a transitional phase for the club. He's saying it's a transitional phase for the club, not addressing the fact this was a promotion, promotion, promotion season, and we were supposed to go straight back up, particularly with the talent and the money we'd invested badly. Um, He needs to go. Can't stand the man. He's not a real fan. Well, the thing is now, is what you have to say, is that the fans aren't going to protest today but they still should because there are problems at this club that run far deeper than what Alex Neil did you know there are serious problems at the club and that's like you always talk about the whole financial structure the recruitment you know a multitude of things everything Everything. you know the 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 match day experience for the fans isn't good enough the service you get between the kiosks under the ground is heavily inconsistent the staff are often poorly trained the selection of drinks and food is poor it's unacceptable. I did a course the other week. I was in just by the director's area up the stairs. First time I've been up the director's area in ages. It hasn't changed in donkey's years. It looks shabby. I was in a room. The clock was stopped. There was paint chips off the wall. It is dingy. Colney's a mess. You know, I was at the sports park the other day uh, and Wits and Matt Jarvis were in their full training kit on runners at the sports park. It's amateur. Do you think you see Sergio Aguero down his local leisure centre getting a getting a sweat? On course you don't. Or even any other championship player. Yeah, it's amateur, and we need 
a radically different strategic approach from the ball. We need a new ball. We need some football now in there. Not just these, you know, rich hobbyists. You know, we need some footballing now in there. So either Michael and Dealer need to sell up or they need they need to radically change the way they do things because the club needs a new North Star. We, we, we need better strategic um, decisions being made. Who would you like to see coming as a new manager? Get that one out of the way quickly. Well, see... Okay, the names that are being bandied about. So let's go with the four names. Yeah. So, Rowett, Gary Rowett, Mark Warburton, yeah. Pardew, Alan yeah. Pardew, yeah. Roy Hodgson. Roy. Okay, who would you like... To, who is your number one? Who's your number four? Do Actually, just do an order from one to four. Okay, so mate from Birmingham, number one. I think yeah. that's fair enough. Pardew, number two... Pardew's been getting some 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 uh, some hate. I know Frank, our uh, our correspondents from the Philippines, he really doesn't want to see Pardew in there. Um, I I, like him. I don't mind him. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he reminds me slightly of Leslie Nielsen. Uh, I was posting pictures of Leslie Nielsen on Twitter last night. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say no. Obviously, Roy's way down the list. Uh, Roy Hodgson, yeah, although awesome. although at lower levels, he has proven better in the past yeah but he hasn't done anything in a long time you've got to think he was rubbish for England he was rubbish for England he was good at Fulham but that was a long time ago now he's got a few more years on the clock yeah, you know he's probably a bit senile these days yeah no I, I, I think matey from Birmingham would be our man I think well, if, if I think we need someone in a similar mould to um, uh, Alex Neil and I think he is you know I think we need a young hungry manager having said that I wouldn't be opposed to Pardew look we've got to go we're going to miss the game it's on in two minutes <laughs> It's half time, we're about to go out for the second half. Um, it was going fairly well, Pritchard was looking lively, everyone was looking lively. Um, Cameron Jerome scored an absolute tap in, well made goal. And then, literally 90 seconds later, you were at the bar at the time. No, you were having a wee. Yeah, yeah. wee. Dice get sent off, I thought it looked harsh, but then I um, shouted out Michael Bailey, who's at the back doing his pressing, he said definite red. So, um, yeah, down to 10 men, and since then, I wouldn't say we've been holding on, but we certainly haven't offered that threat going forward, and, and Blackburn have come into the game much more. Having said that, they're still pretty shit and oh, don't really pants. look like scoring. No, I, I, I you know, you, you made a good shout that you reckon we'd still win it. We might well do. I suppose us uh, flagging towards the end of the game in terms of tempo's issue, 
the game's flat anyway. You feel like the black's off the table. You know, it's got that vibe to yes. it. Um, but, you know, as I, as I said to you when I sat back down, when Dice got sent off, so unlike us to get a red card yeah. in a, in a game. Darren Eady jinxed that because <laughs> when we were on Muscle TV, so he liked Dykes, but he reckoned yeah. he had a red card in yeah. him. How many red cards have we got this season? Yeah, it's like, unreal. Then what happens is that he has to make a substitution. We've got no left back. So he brings on Whitaker and takes off Pritchard. All the fans go berserk. They like, boo and say, you know what we Which, really, what, yeah. else, what else was he well, you got to bring Wits on. He either, he, yeah, he had to bring on a left back. You can't play without a left back. No. And he was either going to sacrifice Wes or Pritchard. Yeah. And he went with Pritchard. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think it's a bit harsh that he was booed in the manner in which he was because what else was he meant to do? I heard some fans saying at half time, why don't you just leave it how it is? Why don't you just leave it how it is? What? You're going to play without a left back? Yeah. What's yeah. going to happen every time they get the ball on the yeah, left? Yeah, totally, totally. You know, you're in all sorts no, of No, I agree. And you're right. Blackburn have got a foothold back in the game, but they are pants. So yeah. hopefully, despite the fact we've got 10 men, maybe we can hold on. And Sheffield Wednesday are losing. To Villa, I know, unreal. Anyway, all for now. Right, the game is finished, Norwich 2, Blackburn 2. We did quite well up until around the 60 minute mark and then eventually they broke through. Bizarrely, after we just made a double substitution, bringing on Wiltshire and Jacob Murphy for Josh Murphy and Houlihan, which needed to be done, but then they scored pretty much immediately after that. And then they got the second goal, which was really good, but we showed yeah. a lot of character, hung in there and got the equaliser. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, well, we, we were willing them forward at the end, but energy levels were low because we played on 10, on 10 men for so long. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I don't know what that was. There's a fucking Dalek falling over, what's it? Um, essentially, the, the game was ruined by the red cards. Apparently, it was a red card, so that there, that is that, and now we don't have dikes. You know, frustrating that other teams have... We, you know, results have gone our way today. Had we won, we'd be six yeah. points behind Sheffield, as you said. But you know what? We, we just don't have the team. We, we, we're just in disarray. I mean, we don't have the ability to... So what? We're six points from Sheffield. We're suddenly going to turn it on and have a blistering end to the season. I can't see it. Not with this group of players. Um, well, I think, it de I think it depends on who, who we get in. But, um, you know, I'm worried about okay, that. OK, yeah, OK. But, granted. but, yeah, we would have been six points. Yeah, it still probably would have been a bridge too far. But we would have had at least a sniff of it. Eight points by Wednesday. Incidentally, Fulham beat Newcastle away from home. Huge result for them, 3-1. So, to be honest, I think they look more likely to catch up with Wednesday and sneak in at six and Wednesday drop out than us. Yeah. But, yeah, very disappointing. What's really disappointing, 11 against 11, we, we smashed Blackburn because they looked poor. Yeah, they're a very poor team. And the fact that they've, the fact that we've drawn with them today after they were 2-1 up. I mean, you, you're 2-1 up against 10 men at that point in the game. You don't, you don't let them get back into it. So, yeah, they were very poor. But, you know, it's what it is. It's, it's been a funny atmosphere because it just reminded me when we were saying before the game, you know, it's been a long time since we've been, you know, had a portion of a season where there's nothing to play for. And it's mm. starting to feel like that. Where you go in a games and it just doesn't matter and it's a completely different atmosphere and oh, it's yeah, a completely absolutely. different feeling on match day for the fan yeah for the fan you know I was like barely paying attention at points today um, the fans started reacting when we went 2-1 down they were calling for the board to be sacked but you know if they felt like that why didn't they <coughs> say that at well, the start yeah, of the game, yeah, you know, yeah. don't wait for us to go 2-1 down before, during and after no, know, nothing's changed no I agree I agree but, there we go. Yeah, really disappointing. Uh, uh, going back to Alex Neal, the guy next to us who had some inside info because apparently a mate of his plays golf with Wares and uh, someone else. Etc. Etc. Yeah. 
the rumour is is that he, he texts Wes Houlihan and he texts him closer and said that they weren't in his plans and that had a lot to do with his sacking. Not only that, he also told me that none of the team like Russell Martin and they all think he's a bit shit. Well, he is a bit shit, but he's always struck me as likeable, so I don't know. Yeah, he's a shit footballer, but he always strikes me as a slightly likeable fella, so I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think year, I think we need to... Yeah, oh, fuck, I can't even be arsed. I can't be arsed. I'm so disappointed because we would have had a sniff and yeah, Blackman had no right competing with us today. And, no. and to be honest, we look comfortable with 10 men. Yeah. You know, we do, you know they, they eased into the game a bit more. You know, they were getting we just, two gill-edged we, yeah, chances. Yeah, and we just, we just gently started to sit back a little bit deeper. And, yeah, you know, and the fatigue They hit in. the post before they equalised. Yeah, and that, you that know. was the shock across the bowels. Yeah, the, the fatigue kicked in, but... I think, I think we still deserve to win the game. Uh, disappointed with Josh Murphy's performance in a sense that he looked great going forward, but he needs to have more defensive presence and he needs to, he needs to man up basically. Yeah, yeah. As is his brother to a lesser extent. Yeah, yeah. You can't be the spark in a game. It's not always going to come to you. You know, you've got to try and, you know, you've got to try and make things happen. And if you look at any. Uh, great player even attacking players you know there will always be examples where they get in the engine room and hustle you know anyone even like the likes of Suarez or like pure strikers you know yeah, Wayne Rooney they'll j- jump yeah, back course, in the engine room if things aren't going their way you got to do that and yeah. uh, I feel like they, that, they maybe got that from uh, Nathan Redmond because Nathan used to do that used to be guilty of that a little bit not tracking back um, but yeah I agree I just think we need a good old fashioned clear out we need to get rid of some of these players and, and start again with a new manager. Um, and yeah, I mean, why is he saying go. Tim Closer and uh, Wes Hulan isn't playing? Surely you should be going, Russell Martin, you're not on my plans. Seb yeah. Song, you're not on my plans. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Stephen Whitaker, you're well, not on my plans. You know, we've been calling we've been calling for him to be out since, I don't know, well before Christmas. So, you know, that, yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Um, but now it's just all about who we get in. And let's mm. get someone in soon. Today was a disappointment, though. It was a real disappointment, yeah. I mean, just just mortifying. And I did think, uh, red card we... aside, I think Simon Hooper, who famously, well, infamously, disallowed Cameron Jerome's goal against Crystal Palace hey, hey, when we are in the yeah. Prem. Uh, I think he had a really bad game yeah. and he's a shit referee. Yeah, he's built like a teddy none of the decision, well. none, none of the decisions went And he way. was throwing yellow cards around today. He wasn't even calling players up to him to give him yellow cards. He was just waving his yellow card around. I mean, God knows who he's actually giving yellow cards oh, to. An absolute dick. Yeah, awful. But who would be a referee? Oh, yeah. It's such a weird thing to do for a job. When you're a kid and you're watching football, you don't go, I want to be the guy in the black with a whistle. No, no. You want to be up front, and then if that doesn't work out, you want to be a midfielder. If that doesn't work out, you want to be a defender. If that doesn't work out, you want to be a goalkeeper. And that in itself is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, After yeah. that, you're into officiating, and that's yeah. weird. That's weirder still. I once said to um, a friend, Phil Critton, I said, who would be a referee? And he said, a policeman who's a bit sporty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or, a te- or a, like a head teacher. A lot yeah. of them retired Deputy head te- headmaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all full-time now, though, so. Yeah, bastards. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Bye.